Food. Food is something that all human beings need in order to survive. There are many types of food: French food, Mediterranean food, Chinese food, North Indian food, South Indian food, Thai, Burmese, and fast food, which is where the problems start. Hello and welcome to Vic the Random. I'm your host Vikram Devru, and today we will be talking about the fast food problem. We'll be focusing on the part of fast food that not many people know or think about. We'll of course talk about the high level of carbohydrates and sodium levels, but we'll also talk about the meat. No, before we start this episode, I'd like to mention that this episode contains explanations on animal brutality. All right, so fast food. Before we start, I just want to do some quick clarification. Fast food is a type of cuisine that is served in fast food restaurants, also known as quick service restaurants. Okay, so without it out of the way, let's get started with part one: the calories. So we all know that fast food has a lot of calories, but just how much? Well, according to the official Wendy's website, their pretzel cheeseburger contains eight hundred calories and includes these ingredients. Sodium erythorbate, I think so. I think that's how you pronounce it. What? That's an additive. Sodium ascorbate dextrose, which is a type of sugar. Soy lecithin and malto. Oh, just forget it. Both of those are processed additives. Oh, one more ingredient that I forgot. Why surface finishing agent? Oh yeah, and for the full list of ingredients, you can go to Wendy's.com. Yes, there are、um, more. I just couldn't pronounce them all. So when you buy a meal at a fast food restaurant, you you don't just buy a burger. You also buy fries and a Coke. The fries have about four hundred seventy calories, and the Coca Cola has three hundred more calories, just for their small size. And the total amount of calories you get for the fries, Coke, and the burger, one thousand five hundred and seventy. The price. About fifteen dollars. Now, the recommended amount of calories you have each day is two thousand. So, with a meal at Wendy's, you're burning through three quarters of the recommended calorie intake for you. However, it's not really just about how many calories your meal has. It's also about how all of these calories made their way to you, and this has to do with animals because there's a reason why this entire meal only costed fifteen dollars. The way most fast food restaurants get their meat is from a type of farm called a factory farm. In fact, according to the Humane Society, ninety-nine percent of all of our meat is made in factory farms. In short, factory farms are farms where each animal hardly gets enough room to stand without bumping into another animal. Chickens get the room of an eight point five by eleven inch paper, and for you metric folks out there, two hundred fifteen times three hundred fifty-five millimeters. Yes, tiny. In those small enclosures, the animals are only kept as long as they need to be. Pigs are taken from their mothers almost at birth and live for only six months. Cows too are taken from their mothers a few weeks after birth and live for about thirty months. Although thirty months may seem longer-ish, it may not be so because a cow becomes an adult at the age of three, and living only thirty months old. They are not fully adults yet, and they're still cows. That would be similar to us humans having a lifespan until eighteen years old. Chickens actually have it the worst in factory farms. 
or actually chickens and turkeys. Chickens and turkeys really only live for 45 days, and during that time they're fed with so much feed that it makes them grow extremely fast. They are also selectively bred, such that only the chickens which grow the fastest and have the most meat can reproduce. In the chicken's lifespan of 45 days, the chicken's hearts become too big and their lungs too small. They become so fat that they cannot even stand up and support their own weight. In fact, according to the Factory Farm Awareness Coalition, 15% of chickens die before they even get transported to the slaughterhouse. In this case, all of those chickens just go to the trash. Cows that are used to produce milk are impregnated over and over and over again just to produce extra milk for their cows, who will never be seen again. And when that cow stops producing milk or even slows their milk production, you know what happens, their life is over. Chickens. Hey, if you might think that if you lay eggs, you might have a happier life. Well, no, they are overworked and sent to the slaughterhouse the second they stop or slow their egg laying, usually at the age of two or three. And these chickens live their lives in cages, so it's, it's not that much fun either. Animal equality claims that in total, about 23 million land animals die each day. That's about 266 land animals per second. Okay, so that's enough about the animals, but factory farming isn't just bad for them. It's also bad for the environment. Think about it. You have 150,000 cows on one site. According to the Pennsylvania State University, a mature cow can create at least 100 pounds of plop each day. That's 15 million plops of plop each day. I mean, pounds of plop each day. From just one site. Sure, those farms say that they're taking the plop to the farms, but there's only so much that a single farm can handle, and most of that plop ends up in the rivers and streams, polluting the environment. Cow plop, or just all animal plop in general, is not treated, unlike human plop. Some factory farms even have lakes that are filled with one ingredient, plop. In fact, according to Environment America, 672 miles of streams and 25,000 acres of lakes have been polluted in Illinois. What by? By plop, you know? <laughs> PBS says that 70% of ammonia emissions and one-third of all methane emissions come from factory farms. This is because animals emit dangerous greenhouse gases, such as methane and nitrous oxide. Methane, as you probably know, is 20 times more potent than CO2, but... Nitrous oxide is 265 times as potent as CO2. Nitrous oxide, also known as laughing gas, can cause dizziness, impaired memory and cognition, weakness in legs, and just, it's just not good. So yeah, we're stuck in some deep plop. Okay, okay, I'll stop saying plop, but just take a moment and see for yourself on how much waste factory farms produce. Moment took? Alright, let's move on. After all that waste is produced, it not only harms the environment, but it also harms humans. According to Live Kindly, living near a factory farm can harm child brain development. It can damage the nervous system. And if you live near a factory farm, you can develop asthma and other lung issues. There's an increased risk of cardiovascular disease. Living near a factory farm can also cause birth defects and have an increased risk of diabetes. But Last but not least, it stinks. Whew, I think I'm gonna have to take a break.
Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to Vic the Random. I know I said I'm going to take a break, but don't worry, this is a pre-recorded message. I just want to note that this next section contains some rather gruesome explanations on how animals are killed to serve you food. Even more gruesome than what was before. Okay, so, glad you heard my pre-recorded message. Now back to the podcast. As mentioned, apart from factory farm pollution, factory farming also harms humans. Not only with the air outside, but also with the working conditions inside the farm. According to the Humane League, cows are stunned before they are killed, such that they won't feel any pain when they are butchered. <clears throat> stunned before they are killed. However, these stuns are sometimes ineffective. There are two ways to stun a cow. The first way is simple, with electrocuting, but the second way is by using a pressurized air gun. This air gun fires a bull into the animal's brains. Cows soon die after brain hemorrhaging, when the brain tissue bleeds. However, this is extremely ineffective, only killing 85, I mean stunning 85% of cows effectively. Pigs are killed when a metal clamp is attached to their legs while a current is pumped into their body. This too is also inefficient and only works 69% of the time. Pigs can also be killed by being shoved into a gas chamber, which pumps CO2, killing the, I mean stunning the pigs. But this does it rather slowly. Chickens and turkeys once again kind of have the worst of it. They are chained to a conveyor belt, then hung upside down and dumped into a tub of electrified water. However, like always, they are not always effectively stunned. So what happens after this entire process? Well, all the animals are put onto a fast-moving conveyor belt, and there are workers on either side of that conveyor belt that slice and dice at the animals. However, because the conveyor belt moves so fast, and the workers are using sharp knives within proximity of each other, a very close proximity, they can often harm themselves and possibly each others. All the farm animals that didn't get stunned, I mean killed beforehand, have to go through this entire process while they're alive. Slowly easing back into how workers are treated, somebody has to stun the chickens and other animals, and there are so many animals and so little space, and the workers get very little pay. The workers that go and work in these factory farms just don't get paid enough for so much work that they're going through. Another example of the workers going through a lot for a little is that the workers have to modify some, or actually all, of the chickens, pigs, and cows. You see, chickens like to peck at things, and in those really cramped conditions, according to the Humane League, the chickens will peck at each other and harm each other, often leading to cannibalism. To prevent this, the workers cut off a part of the chicken's beak. This creates chronic pain for the rest of the chicken lives and prevents it from pecking other chickens. Workers will also have to remove the tails from cows and pigs because they too like to use their tails to hit other pigs and cows and often cause a ruckus. Okay, so we'll pause right here. It's getting a bit harsh, but note that all of this goes on just to get you a $5 burger. Cramped animals and underpaid workers. If you want to learn more, you can read a book that explains all of this, but more, you know? It's called Chew on This, Everything You Don't Want to Know About Fast Food. Credit! This episode was created and directed by Vikram Dave Roo. Music was made on GarageBand and edited on iMovie and DaVinci Resolve. Special thanks to Spotify for Podcasters, which has allowed me to get this podcast out to more people. 
please note that I will be traveling for the summer. Actually, I'm leaving today, so I may release a podcast every other Wednesday instead of every Wednesday. Thank you for listening and for your support.